being assertive is borderline almost the same as having boundaries. And if I have to ask you, how easy is it for you to be assertive? How easy is it for you to say no and to even recognize where your limitations are? How did you react to these questions? If you felt a little bit of a jolt, everyone. My name is Yvette Rose, founder of Metaphysical Anatomy Technique, which is an easy, graceful healing technique specifically designed for you to also help you to release trauma and stress where you don't even have to remember the past. You don't need to relive it. You don't even need to talk about it. And yet you can actually achieve permanent results. You can find out a lot more at yvetterose.com. And guys, remember to subscribe here to my channel. Stay, stay up to date with me and also make sure that you hit the notification bar so that you get notified every time when I release something awesome for you to learn from and to also share with friends. So guys, today is about assertiveness. Ooh la la. <laughs> this is something that I think we all can sometimes have a little bit of a knee-jerk reaction to. Because let's face it, it's not always fun to be assertive. Sometimes, absolutely, it's needed, but it's not the most pleasant experience because we have to express a boundary. We have to express a limitation and express a threshold. And with these expressions can often come repercussions. Now, it also, of course, depends on how strong you're standing in your self-esteem, your identity, your sense of self, and also your values. That will all depend how you react to the person reacting to your assertiveness. And that will determine whether you actually express yourself or not, or continue to, or even probably just completely become avoidant, which I, let's be honest, most of us actually do try to avoid that. And assertive is, is not necessarily meant to drive people away from you. However, it is there to guide people where your limitations are, what you like and what you don't like. Because at the end of the day, assertiveness is the quality of being self-assured and also then confident without being aggressive. And now when we also look at this in the field of psychology and psychotherapy, this is also now a skill that can be learned, right? Because it's a mode of communication. Because being assertive means being able to stand up for yourself, you know, or for other people for their rights and also in a calm and in a positive way. It's almost like in a diplomatic style, <laughs> right? So without being either aggressive or passively, you know, accepting, you know, something that's wrong and just, it's okay, it's okay, you know, under the carpet, it's okay. No, it's not. But we don't have to be a jerk about it. We don't have to be mean about it. We don't have to be sarcastic about it. Because when we look at, for example, assertive individuals, you know, they're able to get their point across without upsetting others or becoming upset themselves. Isn't that powerful? Can you imagine the amount of mental and emotional energy that you will save? Think about it. Because remembering, learning now here to be assertive, it takes time. Of course, it's going to you know, take practice. Because at the end of the day, assertiveness is about you number one knowing where your limitations are, knowing what your boundaries are, knowing what your values are. When I say values, it means values in the context of valuing yourself enough 
to know and understand when someone is behaving in a way that is upsetting to you and to correct that, but to correct that in a very graceful way because ultimately that can only help you to improve your relationship. It can help people to understand you better. And listen, now you might say, well, what if the people leave? Well, perfect. Let them go. Bye-bye. Right? That should be your attitude. But I mean that in a place in a place from being with ease and grace. Because here's the thing. If people walk away when you express your assertiveness, when you express your limitations and your boundaries, it means that you are now challenging the emotional attachment that they had to you being the way that you are, meaning not being assertive, not having boundaries. It was serving them. But now suddenly if you start being assertive and you start having boundaries and they're like, wait, Where's the weak friend that I had that would do everything that I wanted them to do for me? Like what just happened with that? Oh, there's nothing to serve me here anymore. Oh, okay. I'm going to go now. So bye-bye. So yeah, that's exactly what might happen because people use rejection to manipulate. I repeat, people use rejection to manipulate unless they can actually be as frank as saying, well, you don't actually serve me anymore. So let's just go both our ways. Namaste. (laughs) I don't know. But that would actually be great. I prefer people just being absolutely black and white and not having that gray area where it leaves you hanging, where you're trying to figure out what they're feeling. It's just like how we feel. But yet that's, not, that's, that's one of our biggest blocks. And that's why boundaries are hard to express. That's why assertiveness is such a problem. Because if you look at a pattern, for example, if you've spent years now silencing yourself, becoming more assertive, it's not going to happen overnight. Or maybe, for example, if anger leads you to be more assertive or than aggressive, then you now need to learn, right? Maybe some anger management tools and tips to help you to manage your emotions better and feeling like that you don't have that need, right? You don't have that need to revert to anger, to use that cortisol, to use that adrenaline to express yourself. Because when we look at why maybe do we have this issue? What can be some causes behind that? It's boundaries. It's afraid to say no, right? Because when people, for example, say yes, they feel more accepted because it also creates peace. And yes, we are biologically discomfort avoidant. So we often take the path of least resistance. But sadly, so it can have now also a very negative effect as well. It can have a very negative pattern that can now sit in as well. Another point here that we can also be looking at is, for example, is direct eye contact. Because you can absolutely for sure tell, right? If someone, you know, who's not assertive, eye contact will be a problem for them. Because eye contact also for us biologically means if we hold it for too long and it's in the context of aggression, of course, it means that I am intimidating you. Whereas if you're now in in a gratitude state, meditation or workshop and maybe you look into each other's eyes and that of course has a different intention because the atmosphere is different it's not confrontational the intention is meant to connect but of course if you're now in a situation where you're trying to express a boundary the intention is to assert yourself then the other person will interpret eye contact very very differently and it's a fear of provoking it's a fear of confrontation and it's clearly also a sign of someone who's been made shameful when they did try to express themselves. Another point that we can look at here is the difference between being assertive and being aggressive as well. Because sometimes when people say that they're going to become more assertive, they kind of start to lean more over to the territory of becoming aggressive. Very different, guys. 
Another point here is also when someone feels very, um, you know, they lack confidence. You know, the Godfather once said that confidence is silent, insecurities are loud. And as long as you are secure with what you're saying, right, and with what you're also doing, things are not really going to affect you that much. We may look at some further blocks even that you could be having here is that maybe you just don't know what you want. So you don't know how or what to be assertive about. You just know that you feel discomfort, but maybe you don't know why. Because at the end of the day, being assertive is about expressing your thoughts. It's about expressing your feelings, your needs, and your wants. But sometimes you don't even know what they are. Now we have a bit of a problem. Because maybe you're too busy focusing on others. And maybe you're running, you know, on autopilot and you really actually look within because let's face it, going within is not always the most comfortable experience that we can have. Another pain point can be is when you think that your needs don't matter. I have absolutely been there. I can fully relate to that because, you know, it's hard to ask for what you want if you don't believe that your needs matter. And another pain point here that we can also have is you forget that the other person that you may be dealing with is human too, right? If you're scared of asking for what you want, it might be because you're not seeing the humanity of the other person. So sometimes we project too much of our past pain, our past experiences onto someone that has absolutely nothing to do with that. And so we bring our past into the present moment. Another pain point that we can have is when we feel really, really frustrated. So, for example, when we're trying now to be assertive with someone and then you start to get anxious, right? You start to think, oh, my goodness, what if this happens? What if that happens? What if they reject me? What if I lose my support? What if I lose face? Right? So all these irrational thinking can completely throw you off base and we lose our focus and clarity. Because if you lose your focus and clarity, you lose the intention as to why you wanted to assert yourself in the first place. Because that is what's important. It's the end goal. What are you trying to achieve? Right? What are you trying to achieve by being assertive? That's what's important. Now, another pain point here can also be is that maybe you just feel insecure about your abilities. Right? You feel insecure about... Your, your worth and your value and in terms of how you're showing up in this. And that is, of course, you lack confidence once again. Let's also look at some possible solutions that we can actually have to this, right? So if you want to be assertive, plan your response ahead of time. If you don't have time, then just say, I will get back to you. Or I just need a few minutes. I love this concept where I teach people the white flag and the red flag. White flag means I don't want to argue. I don't want to fight. I just want peace. How can we create that right now? Red flag means not today or not now. I don't have, I'm not in the right headspace to deal with this. You're overstepping my boundaries. It's actually a really cool way that I normally love to teach in couples therapy when people be like white flag, red flag. And it's important though. It's important, though, that both partners take this concept seriously, because if you have one partner saying red flag and they go, well, screw you, <laughs> I'm going to keep going with this argument until they get a reaction from you, then you don't really have a real partnership there. Then you just have someone that's being an ass and trying to provoke you, to be really frank. Let's just call it for what it is, completely disrespectful. And 
that's a different story for another day, but I will definitely be making a lot more videos about how to deal with each other in relationships because I can say so much about that. Um, so when we go come back to actually being assertive, also use I statements. For example, I feel instead of, you know, saying you or this or that, don't blame because then you're going to exasperate it. And then also don't let guilt get in the way. You are worthy of expressing yourself. You're worth, just as worthy as the next person. What makes some other people more special than you? Nothing unless you actually have someone that told you that you are not as good as that person. And that is not your words, meaning it's not your truth. And that means you don't have to accept it, period. Sometimes things really actually can just be that simple. You don't have to accept it. Another good point here that you can revert to is take a deep breath. Take a deep breath. Focus on your breathing, especially when you start to panic. Focus on your breathing. Another good point here as well that you can do is to embody an assertive stance. And when I say that, maybe create physical distance. Create your personal space. Have your space. Also, what you can do is maybe rehearse something with someone that you absolutely trust. Write down also maybe what you want to say to someone because that already will help you to find clarity. And another one is for me, especially that was very important for me, is believe in your worth. Believe in your worth. And I actually here have a tattoo even that says, you are enough. Because this was a huge, huge, you know, process that I had to implement into my life. It's one thing to say I'm worthy and we're doing all these positive affirmations and doing things that make you feel worthy. But do you believe it? Do you really, truly believe it? Because you don't have to convince people that you, that you value yourself. You must believe it. Also, another good point that actually worked for me also is when I actually set actionable boundaries and start small, start small and start easy. So when we look at assertiveness now in general, many people overlook the importance of skillful assertiveness, and especially in their homes, with family, with members, and of course, with partners as well, and also in relationships. Usually we want to solve conflict without actually creating resentment, right? We don't want it to escalate situations to, you know, ending up with a bigger problem. Because at the end of the day, assertiveness is most effective way when it's accomplished with a goal in the end. And normally what happens is the best way to do that is to actually say to the person, this is before you express the assertive boundary that you need to express, express to them the intention. My intention with you right now that I would like to discuss with you is to create peace. It's for us to find a commonality and to understand each other better. And I really want you to understand me better. And therefore, I feel blah, 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 blah. That sentence, write it down. Write it down. Because use that example compared to the way that you probably would have tried to do it. And you'll see that that example that I just gave you is an instant diffuser. Instant diffuser. People hate it when boundaries are being expressed to them because now you're putting limitations on perhaps conscious or subconscious intentions that they have with you. Think about that. 
So guys, remember to subscribe here to my channel, hit the notification bar, stay up to date with me with the latest and greatest research. Keep asking these really great questions that you have. I love answering you as well. And I answer you also on my Instagram channel at Yvette Rose Official. So until next time, be the light that you are. Thank you for watching this video and I'm sure that you learned a lot. So guys, subscribe to my channel here and also hit the notifications bar and so that you can get notified every time when I upload a new video. So guys, also remember to share the video and also look out for courses that I have below in the description bar. And until next time, be the light that you are.